Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Jamie Campanella, who helps you revolutionize your relationship with time, specifically for mums and entrepreneurs, to take control of their time so they can balance motherhood and their professional life and be super duper at both. Hey, Jamie, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for having me here with you today. I'm super excited to be speaking with you. Ah, thank you so much. This is going to be fun. So let's let's dig into it. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you with your business today and who do you love to work with the most? Yeah, so I am, as you mentioned, I really love working with moms who run businesses, mom entrepreneurs, moms who are trying to put their passions into you know beautiful projects and businesses and they're making great impacts they're successful they're ambitious and they're trying to be present moms they're trying to be present in the life that they've created in fact most entrepreneurs male or female have started a business so that they can have some sort of experience outside of work right they left corporate they don't want to be in a 9 to 5 they want to have their own business. They want to be the CEO so they can have another experience. Mm. And what happens with moms is that they always end up feeling like they have to sacrifice one for the other. And so I'm on this mission to show moms, entrepreneurs, that you don't have to choose between these two amazing life goals to be an amazing parent and be present for your family and run a successful business. You can have both and you don't have to compete. It's not, this is not a you know, this is not a choice you have to make in your life. You can create your life the way you want to be making impact. And so those are my favorite people to work with. And in my business, you asked about my business. So I am running time power programs. So I developed a time power methodology. And this is based on my professional experience for, you know, 20 years and not for profit and small businesses and, and, really focusing on making all these chaotic situations, complexities into structure, into well-oiled machines. And so I take that professional systems perspective with being a business owner, hands on the ground, trying to run a business and be a mother. And so all of this, I created the time power methods based on my own experiences. And that's where I'm focused now is sharing this method that actually worked for me with other people. Love that. that. There's the synergy. That's what so many people do. It's like, I had this problem. 
I was going through this and I found a way to make it work. It's, it's something that you can replicate. Yes. And it's beautiful and put it out there. So no one else has to go through again. We're going to talk about time so much for this episode. It's the time <laughs> you can figure yes. out for yourself. You can travel all around the world and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, or you can just be like, Hey, can I, can I tell you what was right and wrong and guide <laughs> you through? And then you exactly. put your sort of spin on it. So I love that angle. Um, yeah, you're right. So many people leave corporate or nine to five and go into entrepreneurship and you then have a six until midnight. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I know that that was the dream. It's no. (laughs) So how do you help moms to one pull away from that to say, okay, you you went off track a touch. Let's, let's rein you back in before you burn out or just say, damn it. I'm out. I quit. Right. And that's the problem. Most people, they just burn down what they built so, spent so much time building and worked so hard on because they're burnt out. They're overwhelmed. They just, mm. they can't maintain both. And, and this was, you know, my journey, you know, this was my experience, you know, after my second son was born, he was four months old. I was like, okay, well, I, I got to start getting back in the workforce. What is this going to look like? I decided I wanted to create a business so I could work from home. I could be present with my kids. I could mm-hmm. experience this true sight, this true sense of, you know, work-life balance that everybody was talking about. Yeah. You want it and- all. Damn it. Why can't you have it all? I'm going <laughs> to exactly. build it all. Exactly. And I was like, okay, I have all this experience for my professional life. I knew that I knew I was going to need to use that. But what ended up happening was I was just disappointed with how much time I had. You know, like you said, I was working later hours. I was taking work calls when I was with my kids. I I didn't leave time for my creative work or the work I needed to do for the actual future health of my business. And I was tired. I was overwhelmed and burned out and on the verge of like, well, F it. Maybe this is not for me. (laughs) Maybe, you know, this is not it. And I was running a virtual services agency at the time. That was the first iteration of my business. Mm. And I saw I wasn't alone in this feeling. Everyone who was coming to me so for that, support. That first business, that was that was services for other businesses, entrepreneurs. So it wasn't specific to to this. It no. was it was just was it just to make ends meet? Was it because that doesn't sound like it's your your passion? It was just here's an option. Well, I'll, okay. So sidebar, I'll tell you that brief that brief story. Um, so I started as a service provider. I was my like I said, my second son was you know, a couple months old, somebody contacted me from Google, actually from my old contacts from my work in corporate and said, Hey, we have an opening for like a virtual project manager. We know you're not wanting to come back to work full time. Would you like to take this remote? You get to still have the perks of being with your family. But at first I was like, no, I'm just kind of enjoying being this housewife. But then I was like, no, this is a great project. This is a great opportunity. It's a great stepping stone. It's on my terms. So I took it. And then I was like, wow, okay, well, I just need like two more clients like this. And then I don't need to do anything else. I don't need to go back and start Hmm. a business. I don't need to go find another job. This is my business, me being a a virtual service provider in my wheelhouse, you know, calendaring, organization, project management, all my skills. And so I quickly took on many clients. I this was referral. This was word of mouth. I had a great reputation in that, in the, in my old jobs Mm. and it started to snowball. I 
took on so many clients because it was intoxicating. You know, it was exciting, making more money. I quickly became the breadwinner. All, all this was, and I was like using a different part of my brain. I was challenged, but then the hours working longer, not going to that, family that, dinner. That not, creep. Tell yes. me about that because it's, you, it sounds like it organically kind of, you kind of blinked and it's like, crap, I've got all this work. And it was it, was it that gentle creep into your evenings, into your family time, um, into your the stress and your your mind just couldn't kind of switch off or was it mm-hmm. did it happen overnight no it was creep it was definitely a creep in and then take over <laughs> kind of a mode um because I was, you know at first it's like okay one more client got them settled one more got them settled okay mm-hmm. well I have two I, mean, I wasn't taking on everybody at once I, I would have not been able to sustain even for a short time because it's you know you're going into people's worlds in different ways and you need to and I had a high sense of deliverable and um, service I was providing. So I couldn't take shortcuts. Oh, so and, you, got, you got pride in your work as well. You oh, yes. To, oh, <laughs> over deliver. Maybe a little bit of fear was sort of creeping in. So you need to make sure everyone else is happy. Oh, my gosh. So oh, listen yes. to your avatar right now. It's the mum who mm-hmm. feels guilty. I need to provide for my clients. I need to provide for my family. I guess nowhere in there was talking about you. No, no, at that point, what and, you wanted. So, what was the okay. what was the time when you were like, "Fuck it, this can't continue." What was the well, was that, was that a general <laughs> creep, or was that like there was a moment that's like, "Here we go." Yeah, well, so fast forward through that journey because it kind of my my crash point came a little later. Okay, the clients were coming. I was like, "Well, I can't keep doing this by myself. I'm exhausted. I'm going to sleep at two a.m. I'm waking up with the kids at six. Let me hire a team to help me. Let me hire a team to help me help the clients." Then I hired a team. My team went from two to 18 in six months. Now I was managing the client work and managing this team. It was, then I was like, burnout, totally can't sustain this. Mm. Then I was like, okay, let me try something else. Let me start an agency. I have the clients coming. I have a team. Now I'm going to tell the clients, you might not necessarily work with me. You're going to work with somebody on my team who I've trained, who I vouch for. Well, then that started to bite me in the ass because I, I lost quality control. And so now I was running client projects, running a team, running an agency. And this was like the, you know, organically growing, growing, growing into these iterations, you know, service provider, service provider with the team agency. And it was in when I was in running the agency, I remember the feeling of, I remember it viscerally not being present anymore in my business or with my family and feeling ridden with guilt on both sides. Mm. I remember one night when I was like, okay, this, something's got to change. <laughs> I was putting my son to sleep and I was resentful that I had to put him to sleep. I was mad because I wanted to go work on this next business proposal but I was mad at myself for not wanting to be more present with him. And I'm reading him a book in my mind. Like, I cannot wait for him to fall asleep. Like, could this go any slower? <laughs> and like, the more I resisted, the longer he was yeah, taking. Right. So I'm reading the book, going through the motions. And he says, well, why did the bunny go in the hole? Or why did the bunny take the carrot? And I was like, I have no idea. Because I'm, I'm here. I'm reading to him. 
but I'm not, I'm not comprehending what I'm even reading. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, I'm here, but I'm not here. Okay. So I'm going yeah. there because that's, yeah. I think that's, an, that's an important phase. That is an important moment that you can <laughs> stayed with you. And I guess oh, yeah. this is what drives a lot of your work right now. In fact, I know it is. So that moment, what were you feeling once you had that kind of out of body experience of, Oh, I can see what's happening. (laughs) I felt sad. I felt disappointed. I was disappointed, but it was just like, it was like a shock. Mm. Like, ah, here I am. I think I'm doing everything right. I'm going through the motions. I'm bringing in money. I'm still here. I'm still spending time with my kids. I'm still here. I'm showing up at these times, but if I'm not really here, if I'm not really present, Mm. I'm not valuing my time. I'm not valuing my life. I looked at his face. He was, oh, he's just a cute little one-year-old, like happy as a clam to be with me. And I was a hundred percent not with him. And I realized my life was not in alignment. I was Yes, I had created this beautiful, successful thing of a work of business, but it was not serving my life. Mm. It was not serving the experiences I wanted to have. And I had to take a step back and redesign it for what I I guess this is just the natural, the law of rhythm. Mm-hmm. it's so easy to just overcompensate and for all the right reasons but you do get dragged along yes. with where it's going yeah and that's like that's boundaries that's not that's not aware of time and this was part of where my whole mm. interest in my relationship with time peaked because everything we do takes time i was not building my time structure to serve what I wanted. I was letting the experience of time. I felt like time was in control of me. I felt completely out of control with time. Yeah, we we all have it. Entrepreneurs, everyone listening, let's say it. Let's say it all together. We don't have time. I don't have time. Absolutely. (laughs) So help me out here. Just, just, I know this is going to be a logical, (laughs) a logical answer that we can sort of break down. How do you combat people? who are saying, yeah, I, I don't have time. I, I don't have time. How can you guide people through these initial, this initial, whether it's a blind spot, whether it's a justification, a fear, <laughs> what is, what is that? So this is the common misbelief we have, right? I don't have enough time. We just believe this to be the truth. This is just mm-hmm. the way life is. Clients come to me and I've just shared my whole experience was time was out of control. I felt like I didn't have enough of it. And this was the number one thing people were saying to me when I was running the agency as well. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to be with my family for self-care, for work, whatever it is. And I, once I finally did make my shifts, which we can talk about, um, I really understood that all of this was my choice. Mm. And I realized I had to start looking at my mindset, the way I was thinking about time, the way I was speaking about time. And so to help myself understand, I can do everything I want to do, and I can teach other people to embrace how to control and manage their time. So 
you talk about the combat people coming to me. So they say, I wish I had more time. I didn't have enough time in the day. I ran out of time. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly late because there's not enough time. I forgot to do that because <laughs> there's not enough time. So what I realized in my journey, hearing myself say many of these statements and hearing mm-hmm. everyone around me yeah. say, say the same thing was we were all acting like victims of time. Time is doing something to me. <laughs> time is out to get me. Time is against me. So we're all, we were all blaming time, acting like victims of time. And I realized, wow, this is it. This is the crux of it. We're blaming this cloud of time, <laughs> this external thing for our life, not going the way we wanted it to. So the way I combat these things is the first and foremost thing that you need to do is, is change your mindset around time. You need to get back into control of time. And that starts with how you speak about time, how you treat time, mm-hmm. how you spend it and how you attract it. You know, this is something we, we hear a lot about this, about money, money, abundance, attracting more money, the way you take care of your money, it'll come back to you. Well, we rarely talk about that same concept when it comes to time. But as we have a shared understanding, time is far more valuable than money. Money can be replaced up and down. It can come in different forms at different times of our lives so we can invest it in different ways. Time will never come back. When you invest it in one thing, it's done. <laughs> Um, so we have to ensure we're investing in the things that truly give us the experiences we want mm. for it to be a true investment of our time. Because I think it that, that be point replaced. there, comparing the time to money, whereas, yeah, we have three resources, time, energy, money, the only yeah. three resources we actually have in this world. And time is the most valuable because fuck, it runs out. Everything else yes. can, can change, can come, can go. Right. Um, but your comparison there. I mean, we've all read a gazillion money mindset books. They all have a similar kind of principles, maybe slightly nuanced, but they're all the same kind of way of thinking, way of receiving and giving. It needs to be a beautiful flow. So with time, I like the concept of literally being being literal and swapping over and see what what that will help you to, to see or understand or what more awareness would that give you of what, how you're treating this? It's just a resource. Right. Yeah. So I can give you a, actually an antidote or a little tip or exercise that helps start. Cause everyone says like, okay, how do I change your mindset? I get it. <laughs> it's valuable. Yeah, again, here's the logic. Yeah. You don't have enough time and it's okay to say, you know what? You know what? You don't, you do not have enough time. So get back your control, get back the, the choice that you do have. You do have mm-hmm. enough time. It's just your focus. It's how efficient you are, where you're effective, all these things. So right. hit us with it. Come on. What's, how is, how is that sort of <laughs> stepping stone started? So I'm going to, I'm going to throw a curveball at you because you had just said, everybody say, it's okay. I don't have time. Acknowledge it. Everyone feels that way. <clears throat> so I want to try a different way. I want everyone to stop saying, I don't have time. 
to stop saying that. Mm-hmm. Because if you can change the way you speak about time, can change mm-hmm. your language around time. If you can stop yourself from saying, I don't have time because that's blaming. Who are you blaming? I don't have time. Who's in charge of your schedule? You. Who's in charge of your time? You. So when you tell people you don't have time to do something, you're just taking, you're just failing to take responsibility for how you use your hours mm-hmm. in the day. So I believe in the same way people talk about it with money, language shapes the way we think, the way we feel, and the way we interact with the world. So if you can simply stop saying, I don't have time, it's a very powerful action. Because the more we tell people we don't have time, the more we believe it, and we're living in this cycle of time scarcity. There's and just not flip, a... flip that around to money, the law of attraction. I don't have right. money. Okay, so you're going to keep on. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. Exactly. So instead of saying, I don't have time, you can replace this common phrase with statements of responsibility. Statements that show you are in control of your time. So you can say it's not a priority or no. Hold on, let's pause. Pause there. Yes. Okay. That's Jamie. That is beautiful. Um, that is literally a phrase that we coach a lot of our clients to use. Rather yeah. than saying to your uh, your nine-year-old runs in and wants to play with you. Rather than saying, I don't have time, because you do. Look them in the face and say, You are not my priority. And then see how that feels and see how quickly you put your keyboard board, your pen down and be like shit i fucked up okay exactly exactly that's why this this flipping of language is very powerful because if you have it's a check and balance if you have to say everyone says i don't have time to exercise or don't have time to play with my kids if you have to say it's not a priority well you know instantly if it's true when you say exercise is not a priority for me well you cringe because you're like, oh man, it is a priority. I know that. Now you're spending time with yeah, my perfect. So spending time with my children is not a priority. Ugh. You feel sick to your stomach having to say that. So you quickly have a check and balance opportunity. How are you taking responsibility for your time? How are you taking responsibility for your life and the experiences you want? It's not blaming time. It's choosing your priorities, living a life that's in alignment with them. Yeah, I'd love to sign up for the bake sale, but I, I think I'll have to do that in June, not this month. I'm not saying I don't have enough time. So it's not a priority for me this month, but I'd like to do it, just not right now. There we go. Love that. Those Again, just to sort of harp in on those, those one or two core aspects, it's amazing what you can do. Yeah, it's tough. It's a hard shift to make. Yes. It is a simple shift. I just suggest you just try it. Yeah. Change the language. See see how it feels. It can be fucking rotten, but it's <laughs> revealing. And if Absolutely. it's not, again, it's revealing. And that's okay. So look, we talked an awful lot about time and clients and what, what people should do and how you've come across this. But let's go behind the scenes with, with your business right now, because even with your amazing experience and knowledge, um, it's, it, can, it still can be tough as a business owner. You still run out of time. You still don't prioritize the right things at the right time, whether it's sales, marketing, whatever it might be, it's tough. So fast forward to today, even with 
what you have where do you still find the the kind of the struggles or maybe it's there's a new iteration you're in transition to the next level it's like oh crap this is this is tough where is that for you right now yeah i mean i shared like i changed my model so many times in my business and when i was in the do it for you model like the service provider mm. or the agency it was easy to get clients everybody wants something done for them but in this new approach to helping you change your rela- relationship with time, you have to do some of the work, right? You, this is your personal life. This is your personal dream vision. So I think in this iteration and, and where I'm in the process now is getting in front of the right people. What is the right marketing approach to get in front of the people who are ambitious, are successful, who are running six, seven figure businesses, who are ready to perhaps like feel like they're done because they don't have the right time structure in place. So this has been a challenge. Where are the right people? Who who am I talking to? Because it's value. I know it's valuable what I have to say, but it's the right person who takes that kernel, that gem from today and says, I want, I, I want something more for myself. That takes courage. That takes, you know, resources, your time and your money to work so did, with the right professionals. What do you find so tough about, about that? Well, I think it's it comes down to sales and marketing, right? So I, you know, my business has thrived off of referrals, you know, and th- I've been so fortunate for that. You know, they, people have a good experience and they tell their friends. That's the but dream, right? Point, that, that's the, that is the absolute <laughs> dream. However, it's you know they say it's the same pond, and I'm like, yeah, it's it's not scalable. No. That isn't really scalable. <laughs> no. And you realize that one day, like, okay, all my referrals have run out. Um, my pool has run dry. You know, all the people who used to invest are not investing in themselves right now. There's a different economy. There's you know, there's so many factors. So I think that that has always been a challenge. Where am I? getting in front of cold audiences, new people who want to be inspired by my message, mm. inspired by this work and are ready to step forward. So many people will show up for something free. How many of those people want to go all the way and invest as a different person? So, so you have, yeah. you're trying to find that sort of that, that area where, what do you do? Do you, go straight to high ticket do you go low ticket do you give things away for free because all these people say <laughs> here's what you should do yes and again like we've said time and time again everything works it's just finding the right thing for you it's trying exactly. to find the right thing for who your audience are and, and where they are right. so is it the education of your audience that you find the hardest or is it getting them across the line what is it for you I think it's getting it across the line. And it's also like, I think, well, there's a couple of things I could say here Of course, with the marketing approaches, you know, there's so much noise market this way, market that way. So it can be overwhelming and confusing. And I have tried a lot of them. So I think I have learned a lot through trial and error. I just have to try one looks good. Sounds good. It's all shiny. And they identified my pain point as a coach or, you know, people I can identify with a lot of solutions. Yeah. So my own experience is try one, see if it works. If it doesn't take what did work and build on it. So I haven't found like, I'm in the process of trying different ones right now. I'm getting more comfortable selling my services and not just giving content away for free, being comfortable with, 
I have a solution. I can diagnose you. Do you want my <laughs> cure or not? You know, it's 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 an it's a different way of thinking about something when you have content value and you have education and you're a trainer and you you have you're you're making an impact with what you're doing. I'm not selling a car. <laughs> but at the same time, customers, clients are clients. And so many clients, if you want to use that car analogy, I'll just ride my hoopty till it dies. I'm not investing in a new car <laughs> until I have to. And so many of these moms and professionals, I just, I just, there's no other way. I have to, I can keep going. I'll just do, I'll just live like this for one more year. When I hit six figures, then I'm going to invest in myself. When I feel like I had more time, then I'll figure those things out. Ben, can but, I, can I switch that around? Yeah. So with everything you just said, with everything that you know, and it's tough because we're, we're so close to our own stuff. Yes. Where are you doing that exact thing right now? Where are you continuing to keep going? Where are you holding back with your business? Do you, do you think that could be potentially giving you this, this challenge? You you mean like in terms of selling myself and being comfortable in that zone? Is that yeah, what quite possible? Yeah, yeah. I think, okay, if I'm being really honest and raw with that, I think some of it comes from imposter syndrome or is like, is, is my cure really good enough? Is it going to work for that person? Mm. Because, you know, I, I said something to some, I was doing my last launch. I was launching this masterclass and I said, and, there, and my marketing person was like, okay, we're doing the halo effect. People should open their email. There's Jamie. People go on Instagram. There's Jamie. People go on Facebook. There's Jamie. Anywhere people go, that's where you should be. We're targeting the same audience. And I said, God, it just feels so promotional and salesy. I'm so uncomfortable. This is honest. This is truth. And she's like, why don't you think it makes you look like on top of the world? Like, wow, she's paying for Facebook ads. She's, She's showing up there. And I hadn't seen it as, wow, I'm doing amazing. I saw it as like, oh my God, I must really need clients. (laughs) <laughs> she has, she's investing. And it was a, it was a mindset shift for me. She's like, look at, um, what's his name? What was it Ashton Kutcher? Or I forget who it was, but doing this, um, no, it wasn't, I forgot his name. Anyway, he's doing, he was doing a masterclass with celebrity and everywhere you opened up, there he was, there he was, there he was. And she said, what did you think when you saw that? And I said, oh, wow, he's really all over the place. This is awesome. Like, I, I guess I should sign up. And so she's like, why did you think that about him, but not about we're doing the same thing for you? So I think in that little space is probably where my small self thinks, what do people think of what I'm doing? Mm. How how are you receiving or portraying me through the different methods I've tried? That's, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's that's an interesting thing to sort of diagnose and sort of digest because it is that crumbs. It is the identity. It's the identity that we all go through as you start yeah. to level up, be seen more mm-hmm. brings new challenges of shit. I'm, I'm out there. I'm being seen. I'm getting this attention. Exa- oh my gosh. And- positive and negative. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So when you play it safe, there's only so much of that, but when you're, when you're ready to take it to the next level, you have more exposure, you have, 
more coming at you. And so that's where maybe I have to get more comfortable. And I know I have something good. So whether you have a different perspective or a different method, that's fine. I want to work with the people who are inspired by what I have to say and see their dream life coming into play through the methods that I teach. Yes. That's that's what it's all about. Yes, Jamie. Hey, thank you so much for sharing not only what you do, how you got there, but a bit of behind the scenes of yeah, what you're going through as the business owner, what we've all been through, about to go through, found our way through. Oh my gosh, it's it's fun, it's terrifying, it's all the things. So <laughs> Jamie, thank you for sharing. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, you're so welcome. If people want to find out more about you and the amazing work you do, where can they find you? Yeah, please visit my website, jamiecampanella.com. I have lots of great free resources if you're interested in learning more about the Time Power Program. And you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Jamie Campanella Co. And if you're ready to make some longstanding changes in your life, you're looking for the time structure to realize your dream, definitely apply to be part of the Time Power Program. Everyone, if you're curious or you're like, that's a hell yes, Go check it out. But Jamie, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>